0: Hello, and welcome to They Might Be Librarians, a podcast of the Plainfield-Guilford Township Public Library. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Lauren W. I'm the teen services supervisor here at the library.
1: I'm Evelyn. I am a
0: children's
2: department library assistant. I'm Brianna, and I'm in the children's department as well as a library assistant. And I'm
0: Brianna. I work in the Indiana Room as a library manager there. All right. These three are with me today because they are some of our local romance resident uh, experts, so just before we get onto our topic today, I have a little bit of housekeeping. The library will resume in-house service from on Monday, March 1st. Patrons are welcome to make brief, socially distanced visits during this time. Our hours of operation are also expanding and will be open on Mondays through Thursdays from 9 to 8, Fridays from 9 to 6, and Saturdays from 9 to 5, and Sundays 1 to 5. So as we transition into our topic, I just wanted to promote, we have a blog post coming out on our website. Um, Adult Services put together a blog post that is talking about the top 200 romantic comedies according to Rotten Tomatoes, so you want to make sure to check that out on our website. So everyone who's here to talk about romances, I have some questions for you. So to get started, what was the first romance, either book or movie, that you remember falling in love with?
3: For me, and this is going to sound a little later in time, but I just remember when I read and I saw many versions of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, mm. which doesn't really you know, <laughs> sound like a romantic comedy kind of book, but it really is. A lot of funny things happen. There's a lot of um, dry humor, and then there's all the romance and different <laughs> kinds of romance. So no, I don't like you, but now I love you, and mm-hmm. I instantly love you, and, and all those things. So I enjoyed reading that, and I also enjoyed watching different interpretations, and that I think was, I just, every time I watch it, whichever version, again, I just think, oh, this is spot on, so that was my first one. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> one of my first favorites was 13 Going on 30, mm, and yes. it is everything you could ever imagine <laughs> in a romantic comedy. I mean, you have the dreamy guy, you have the, like, <laughs> girl gushing and just wanting to be popular and, you know, 30, flirty and thriving. Awesome. Um,
1: for me, I actually think, I can't, like, pinpoint mine. I can give you an author. I think Sarah Dessen, mm. she was big for me, like, in high school. I was going in there and get like reading a Sarah Dessen book like once a week at least and that was for me my big introduction with Sarah Dessen. She's just she's a classic romance writer, I think,
0: in my books. Oh, for sure. And she's still going, which I love. Yes. So, yes, every she few is. years we get another Sarah Dessen book, which makes <laughs> me so happy. I know. I'm I'm hoping that she keeps it up.
1: Her books always hold true for me. Like I can go back and reread Sarah Destin books. And you still love them. And I love them. Yeah. I love them. They're they're your classic cheesy, like, oh, like, is she really going to fall in love with this guy or not? But you know she's going to. You just, you hold out hope that, like, it's going to be different. And it's never, it's never different, but I love that. Like, that's, I think that that's, like, such a good classic trope of romance novels (laughs) and, like, just romance in general is that, like, it's basically the same thing over and over again, but you still love it. So, Anyways, that was kind of a tangent. It's
2: like 80s no, teen no. romances. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, like angsty. your angsty romances. And it's it's just, it's wonderful. Like, Sarah Dustin is just so good at that.
3: Yeah. You like the predictable. Yes. I don't like the unpredictable. If I read a romance, I want it to be kind of predictable.
0: Happy yes, at so, the end. yeah. So that's what draws you to romance yeah. is the predictability. Yeah. I mean, I
3: live in unpredictability. I right.
0: I <laughs> predictability yeah. To my Yeah. Radar, that's so a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. really good point. Yeah, I, I think
1: bringing up um, unpredictability, I think John Green, he was a writer that was unpredictable for me at first with romance. Um, like, for example, like Looking for Alaska, mm-hmm. like that was one book that when I first started reading it, I, I expected full heartedly for it to be that like gooey, like, Oh, it's John Green. Like, he's going to give me love. Like, you know, like he's he's classic with love, but he spins it in such a different way. And he does it well. And that's, I think, one author that I really, really enjoy that's not as predictable.
0: Okay, yeah. There's that. I was going to say, when you were talking about Sarah Dessen earlier, the past couple of books have kind of broken her usual mold. Really? Um, Yeah. So I was going to ask if you'd read them. I haven't read the most recent one. But the ones be the one or two before that they kind of change up her usual style which
2: okay.
0: is actually kind of a good thing like it, it does keep you on your toes a little bit because you know she has 10 books or whatever that end up about the same yeah, um and yeah. then also not like 11 or 12 she was like you know what <laughs> here we are we're gonna change it up a little bit yeah, so like,
1: breaking that mold yeah yeah
0: that's that's good to know because i haven't read
1: a serodescent book in a long time um I kind of strayed away from my basic, like, classic um, romance, like, authors for a really long time, and I started to read more, like, adventure action-y type okay. things, so I need to go back and, like, hit my roots and see, like, where she's at, because that's, that's interesting to see mm-hmm. that she is trying to do something different. You'll
0: have to talk to me once you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. I will for sure do that. <laughs> As far as the predictability goes, though, before we started recording, we were kind of talking about the, you know, the classic Hallmark romance movies. (laughs) Um, I think that's definitely the predictability is something that I want to look forward to in Hallmark movies Mm -hmm. Um, because it's different than books. I want books to surprise me, but I think the movies part, like, I'm always knitting or crocheting or something while I watch things. So I think it's nice and easy for me to, like just settle into something I know will end well.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, like I mean, have you, can, you can turn them on. And then if you can't finish the movie, it doesn't matter because you <sighs> kind of know what's going to happen anyway. Right. right. You come in the middle. Yes. Of the movie? You're like, well, eh, whatever. It's <laughs> well, we a good part. Yeah. Married here at the end. Or right. right. That right. is so true. My
1: sister would be downstairs watching Hallmark movies, especially like during the like Christmas time, obviously, like, you know, the Christmas Hallmark movies are like a one, like yes. those are classics and they're always good. And, love them I would come downstairs and she would be like halfway through a movie and I would be like okay I'm gonna sit and watch and I would already be able to tell her like half of the the movie because it's just (laughs) it's the same thing over and over again but I'm not complaining at all whatsoever it's like one of my favorite things about it is like I can come downstairs and be like she's getting married tomorrow like I know she is like yeah, I hate
2: good. when they try to be different, and they're like, oh, no, they're not getting together at the end. Like, what's the point of the movie, then? Yeah, really love
0: that. hey, thanks. Yeah, like, I'm to, go? you got, like, four minutes to go,
3: and you're like, oh, man, how's this good? They got
1: four minutes to get together, and they do. Oh. Yeah, and that is, it's crazy, because... Like you really, you know, you know, but then you still get kind of like anxious about it. You're like, oh my gosh, wait, are, are they really not gonna get together? But obviously they do, like you said, they always do in the end, even if it's only four minutes left of the movie, they always get together. It's great, it's
0: wonderful. And if they don't, like Brianna was saying, like those don't end up showing up on the list that I look up of movies. Oh my gosh. You know, like those, those aren't people's favorite movies from Hallmark or ABC oh Family or you know whatever. So yeah. They don't tend to last, I feel like. But every, um, right before Christmas every year, my friends and I take a day off of work and we get together and we watch cheesy Christmas movies oh, and we play God. bingo. So yeah. like, with all the tropes of like, cool. are they going to kiss in the last scene? So like, that's what ma- made me think of that. Or like, cool. is there fake snow or are they decorating the Christmas tree as a family? Like, you know, just yeah, all of those tropes. It's so much fun. Wow. I <laughs> highly that. recommend that as a tradition for you guys. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Okay, so speaking of tropes, do you guys have favorite tropes in romance?
2: Enemy to Love is my favorite. Enemy to Love? Yes. How come? Okay, so one of my favorite rom-coms is a Proposal. (laughs) And I always feel like when they're enemies to lovers, you love to see, like, the transition of, like, the slow burn of, like... Oh, you did this little thing, so I'm just going to, like, open my heart a little bit more. And so it opens more and more and more until you get that full-blown confession at the end. <laughs> and it's just so satisfying. It is. Yeah. I agree. I Extremely agree. Extremely satisfying. So that's your favorite, too, Evelyn? Um,
1: I don't know that I have a favorite. Mm. I, I think that I just, like, I'm just such an all-around sucker for romance that, like, I don't really care what trope it is. Like, I will love it. Like... <laughs> It, I I guess I gravitate towards, like, the friend into love type that of a thing good, where, yeah. like, they spend time together and they're, like, not, like, aware that they love each other yet, but they, like, slowly start mm. to hang out more and then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, dang, like, oh, we're dating now? Oh okay. Are, like, oh, just, <laughs> oh, okay. I love you? Oh, okay. I think I gravitate towards those because they're just so freaking cute, but... At the same time, like, I just, like, I will accept the romance in whatever form you give it to me. Like, I, I just, I love it.
3: I think I, I I'm with Brianna on this. I, I think I like the enemy to love yes. or the, you know, annoyance to love or yeah. whatever <laughs> is, is keeping them apart to start with. It just, it seems more, I don't know if gratifying is the right word. Yeah. It's just like, well, yeah, finally they saw Like, there's they so much
0: work to get there. <laughs> and then
3: they get there, like, oh, thank goodness.
0: Right. But, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I was with Evelyn. I think, like, there's a lot of different types I like. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not particularly sussing out what books I read based on a trope. But I think mm-hmm. The enemies To Love, like, I think that is my kind of favorite once I'm reading it. Like, I was thinking about Sarah Day Mass books. Like, those characters tend to hate each other before they realize that like, oh, you know, like this person may be a jerk sometimes, but they're great and, you know, whatever. So like, and those are like s- slow burn, like real slow burn ones because mm-hmm. her books are massive. So <laughs> it takes you a lot of pages to get
2: there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, But yeah, so I, I think that, I don't know, I'm kind of with that one too. Although I do love a good to, mm-hmm. Friend yeah, to love, friend too.
2: to love is good.
0: Yeah, and now that
1: you guys are talking about it more, I think I've realized that a lot of the books that I read romance-wise are actually enemy to love. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, maybe I do have a trope preference. <laughs> without realizing it. Uh, without realizing secret. it. Yeah, well, and I guess it's because, like you said, I don't actually go out looking... Like, when I read my books, I don't go out looking for a specific trope, like you said. I kind of just gravitate to what I gravitate to yeah. but I guess it does always end up kind of being en- like enemy to love which is nuts because <laughs> I just I, like I didn't realize but
0: it, it's all good all around just good <laughs> um, okay so what is the best romance that you've read or seen lately
3: I just happened upon uh, the author Sarah Morgan Thaler and I had never read her before but she was on Hoopla and I was trying to find an audiobook to listen to yeah. And so she has a series called the Moose Springs Alaska series. There's three books in it, and they're all enemy to love. <laughs> but you know who's gonna end up with who in each book, which I love. But my favorite one was the third. You should read them in order: one, two, three. The three is my favorite. It's called Enjoy the View, and it's by Sarah Morgan Taylor, and it's set in Alaska. But it has a really funny storyline, and it's witty, and it has a marmot who plays a um, prominent role in the story, which is kind of hilarious in and of itself, the animal marmot.
0: so Like throughout all three books or just that? No, just of? that one. Okay. Yeah. How does it work um, being a series that are all enemy to love? Like, do the characters show up in all of the books? They do. Okay. Well,
3: yes. Uh, some of them appear in the later volumes, but the main characters, there's three people, hence the three volumes. <laughs> one is gonna be, you know, the main character in one. So they all are friends in this town okay. in Alaska. And then it just shows you how they are able to um find their love, interest in each of the volumes. So yeah, they all they all interspersed and in, but the Marmot he only shows up in volume three. He sounds the like somebody who should have been in it. volume one and two, but in volume three.
0: Do we get the moose? In- characters, huh? Is the moose going to be in the third one, or was he in the third one too? The
3: moose does not prominently figure in
0: the third one. There's only space for one animal.
3: <laughs>
0: it was enjoyable. I, I had never read this author before or listened to her, so it was kind of fun. Cool. That sounds like fun. What about you guys?
2: Well, most recently, um, it's been the To All the Boys series by mm. Jenny Han, and her movies are on Netflix they're amazing for a while we didn't have any like new romantic comedies that you know met the standard <laughs> of what we wanted and uh everyone and i have recently been talking about it a lot but so <laughs> we were talking about it earlier today and we just love the fact like you know it starts out with this girl and she's just writing these letters about how much she likes these boys as she gets older and her sister you know her younger sister trying to help her you know uh Helps her build the confidence to actually go for what she wants, and so through this, she makes this deal with the boy, and it just <laughs> uh, it melts my heart, and uh, the whole series just uh. yeah. We we got I think really lucky because they just
1: released right they just released the third one, so like the last installment of the series, and. I mean, like Brianna said, we were talking about it earlier, um, about how we liked the movies so much and I haven't read the books.
2: Have any of you read the books?
0: I was going to say, I've okay. seen the first two movies, but I haven't read the books. Brianna, <laughs> okay. you've read them? you read yes.
2: them? Are they similar? They're, okay, so there's a lot of differences, but I feel like there's so much in the books that, you know, you can't always, mm-hmm. I always say that whenever Absolutely. they do movie adaptations, but. What are the. Okay, so it's called To All the, boys, all the boys, boys, but there's To All the Boys I Loved Before, um, To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, mm-hmm. um, and uh, To All the Boys, Always and Forever, and uh, it just shows the, evol- the evolution of their like relationship as they get together mm-hmm. and different issues they run into, and um, oh, it's... It's magical. <laughs> yeah. It leaves her at a loss for words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're good and the cast is is wonderful. Like, yeah. the, the cast is like in the second movie they cast Jordan Fisher as the Jordan other uh, <laughs> the other main guy and wow the acting is superb. I will tell you though I don't like the second I think the second movie is my least favorite but I love Jordan Fisher. So
0: this was making me think about a trope that I actually do really like and sometimes look for, but the whole like fake dating yes! into real dating, yes! that, that one gets me. I, a have a, good one. <laughs> yeah, I have a book on my list right now, like sitting in front of me. Um, That is definitely that. Uh, yeah, I have at least one of them. So, like, you know, that – I feel like that doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. But definitely the whole, like, oh, we're going to pretend we're dating and then totally, like, oh, we're actually in love with each other. That also plays
2: into the enemies to lovers trope, though, I feel like, because – Sometimes, yeah. Most of the time they don't like each other other Mm -hmm. at all, and then it's like, oh, but that's the whole gist (laughs) of – to all the boys. yeah. The the evolution.
1: I had that one written down, too. That was one of my options, also. And I also had... I guess I'm going to kind of turn it a little bit darker, I guess. Okay. Uh, The the other book that I had on there for romance was All the Bright Places, Mm, which I I know that,
0: Lauren, I think you... Have you read it? Yeah, I've read it, but I haven't seen the movie. Okay.
1: Oh, the movie is good, too, (laughs) but the book i mean obviously nothing compares to the book the books are always better than the movies in my eyes but um i think that that is one of the like less conventional like yes romance books that i i love i adore that book and it has like a heart-wrenching like ending and it's i won't spoil it because i'm sure there's People that haven't read it, For but sure. <laughs> it is so worth the read, and the like, the love that you feel with the characters is insane, and it makes the ending that much more like, oh, it's just it's a good one. That and is good good one. I
3: didn't like heart wrenching as part of your ending of. The <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> say it's worth it. Well, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the thing is that like they, sh- the author. I actually have another book written down with her um about her. She read. Wow, words. (laughs) Um, Jennifer Niven also wrote a book recently called Breathless. And um, she's the author of uh, All the Bright Places. And that is actually about her own love story. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys have any idea who that is or, like, what the book is about. But she, like, traveled to Australia, like, on her own and, like, ended up meeting a random stranger and, like, fell in love with him and got married or whatever. And she, like, wrote a book about it. And so she, her writing is so, like, personal, right. and she also has, like, a similar story um, to All the Bright Places, which makes it even more sad if you ask me. Um, but it's, it's good because you can tell that she put effort into creating the characters, which is really, really nice for a romance book, I think, because Mm -hmm. if you connect with the characters, then I feel like the connection and their connection is a lot stronger for the the person reading. Right. And so, yeah.
0: Speaking of connection for all the right places, it's set in Indiana. She's from Indiana. Yeah. Which makes it so personal because she talks about the Wonder Indiana project, which is something I did in elementary school. But, like, if I mention that to anybody, I have not had anybody who didn't go to school with me understand what the Wonder Indiana project (laughs) was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, It was just so great because they talk about it and then they they wander Indiana and they go to all these, like, quote-unquote, like, unique places places. to Indiana that aren't, like, all that spectacular, but they're Mm -hmm. so fun and cute and they're real things. So, like, for all you people in Indiana, which should be all of our patrons here, (laughs) um, you know, it's a a great read in that sense, too. Yeah, it's it's really cool because she also,
1: I think, has a a website set up for it. So you can go in and you can see, like, so, in um the book, one of the characters she like writes magazines or she ends up writing a magazine like kind of a thing, and they also like have that published on it too. It's, very it's cool. really cool and interactive. She made it very well
0: it It's, I think, worth the read. It's very good, very good for sure. We're just going to make you read all of our YA. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, that's another thing. I don't have a trope, but I have a preference of YA novels. Okay. Yes. Of YA okay. novel romance. That yeah. is a very big deal for me. I have not stopped reading YA romance novels since I was, like, literally in middle school. Like, I love them. They're
0: the best. Same. <laughs> I mean, I feel that, but everybody listening knows that pretty much all I read is YA. So Yeah. 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 <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> so i will have to on them list. <laughs> yeah, you it,
1: they're great and they're easy not easy reads but pretty easy um especially because i feel like those kinds of books kind of like like they grab you and it's really hard to put books like that down until you're done with them cuz you're so like excited to <laughs> see how they end. Yeah. Even though like you like we've talked about they're usually pretty predictable. You still are like okay, I just want to make sure that I'm right. Like, I want to make sure that this is how it's going to end. And it, right. like, keeps you there. And it's just
2: very good books. That's also very why nice. I love Nicole Yoon so much. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. everything, everything. Oh, everything. Yes, the movie and the book. I mean, I was so obsessed with that movie when it first came out during the summer. Oh, my God. It's mm, the whole storyline. I just, I'm with you guys on the adult fiction track. I mean, young, young yeah, Adult.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's funny. Um, the Sun is also a star. Is my favorite. Yes. I like it a lot better than Everything, Everything. Yeah. But it doesn't get all the love that Everything, Everything gets. So. No. And I, I think that it
1: might have been just because of the movie, that it doesn't get maybe. as much love. The movie wasn't as good as the other movies. Yeah. So maybe. So it, it, I think, kind of tipped people off to that book, and that's why that book is, like, Mm. a little bit bigger. Right. Because I kind of agree. I
0: think I like um, that book better. Yeah. So well, good. I'm yeah. glad I can have somebody on my side. Yeah, I got you. I got <laughs> you. Word. Um, that's funny I, that you mentioned Nicola Yoon because I was going to talk about her husband, David Yoon. Um, his books, so he's put out two rom-coms in the past couple of years that are just I don't know. It's the nerd in me that really loves them. He So the first one he did was Frankly in Love um, and it's about a boy named frankly <laughs> um oh, <that's> so <laughs> it's great plus his covers are he doesn't do his covers himself but they're amazing so he's got some good people working on his covers for him but um so that one's one of those like fake dating ones Ooh, and so love. Frank Lee is korean and his parents want him to date a korean um but he has a huge crush on this white girl in his class and he wants to date her without his parents being mad at him so he his like his parents have this dinner group with some other korean friends so there's Kids that call themselves the Limbos, they just, like, hang out while their parents are eating and discussing things. And so he and one of the other Limbos decide to fake date so their parents can be happy. Um, and so as they're fake dating, they get to know each other better. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> things love. happen. So um, that one's so good. I really like it. It also has, like, I like books that have more than just the romance. So, like, it has a lot of good... Um, just interactions between the parents and the son like he you know he's frustrated with them most of the book but then you kind of see their point of view on some stuff and it has some sad moments and funny moments and some of the just like inner narration is just hilarious and just like words that David Yoon probably thinks in his head and he just typed them out and his publishers were okay with it and I love it so um that one is a really good one and then most recently he put out a book called um super fake love song I just finished it last week um, I, I didn't that like on it my as to much. List. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. So it's good because, um, well, speaking of faking things, maybe David Yoon has a thing with faking things. This isn't a fake relationship, but um, this character—he's a super nerd. He does like D and D stuff, and he has a YouTube channel on how to like make cool props and stuff. I love that. But <laughs> he's—he happened to have like put on his older like rocker brother's clothes before this new girl comes over and so she assumes that he's in a band and he just like goes with it um so then this whole time he like makes his friends learn how to play instruments like they start pr- like all practicing day. to participate in this like talent show um it's super crazy and so this whole time he's pretending to be this cool guy when he feels on the inside like he's just this uber nerd that gets bullied and stuff um so it's very interesting because you know he kind of learns a little bit more about himself and Um, once again you get some good like his older brother moves back home and you kind of see their broken relationship you see in the past they were like best buddies and then now like his older brother won't even talk to him so it's got like some good Mm -hmm. just family conversations that don't happen a lot in YA books so I I appreciate that he explores those topics Um, so that one's that one's a good one and that one especially was written with like words that are in his head like it's just I don't even know it took me a little bit to get into because the way they describe things is just super random and weird Um, But it was just like a pet passion project for him. And I really appreciate that they were able to just like publish it and be like, whatever, he can do whatever he wants. And I was like, you don't normally get to read books like that. So I liked it. (laughs) So highly recommend David Yoon as well as Nicola Yoon. Okay. I will look into that. I always am looking for new
1: authors because I feel like once you find authors, it's really easy to like...
2: Get stuck with Yeah,
1: to like keep up and then like just always have something to read which is i mean you always have something to read no matter what but it's nice to be consistent sometimes
0: yeah yeah yeah. So. and just like look forward to like nicola you and just announced yeah. her next book so now we get to look forward to that you know yes. stuff like that yes, so exactly i love that kind of thing absolutely all right so on to my favorite part generally speaking what are you guys geeking out about right now i mean we've already geeked out about romances so what else are you geeking out about in your lives oh other stuff to geek out about yeah Yeah. I I mean I have a
3: random geek sure I have explored and found that I really like paint by numbers oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah. I found this really cool kit at a store over the holidays so I was like you know this would be a fun thing to do during the winter and I'll be darned if I wasn't hooked and every night my husband would be like are you painting again oh my goodness (laughs) I love it. Tiny, tiny, tiny number of spots. And I had to use a magnifying glass and my reader glasses. In order <laughs> that's to intense. Even see these little things. The point as you get, you know, you just keep working down and
0: boom, all of a sudden there's this painting that's like, that's pretty cool. So that's what I'm geeking out. Um, yeah, have I'm you finished any number. yet? I did. What what kind of painting was it? Well,
3: it was a early standard Christmas. Oh, yeah. Scene of the old red Chevy pickup truck with... Oh. A a uh, wreath on it, and it's set in snow and greenery green in the back. So there's lots of greens and reds and blues and whites. So it's kind of the only four colors you had to work with, like 28 versions
0: of those colors. Oh, oh my wow. god! Yeah, it's really cool. Though. <laughs> that so, is awesome. Okay. That sounds so, like a lot pick of fun. Paint my numbers. Give it a try. Yeah, and it's great too because like I cannot paint for the life of me. So oh me either. Kind of, I
1: I would need that template because there's no way that I'm painting freehand. Like, yeah,
0: at sure. all. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys?
2: Um, well, currently, WandaVision. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Okay. I haven't started watching that yet, but I've heard such good things that I, like, I want to. Oh, you can't work with Brianna and not hear things. <laughs> I don't think.
2: Okay, so there's, it's, it's playing out slowly, and if you're up, well, if you're up to speed on it, well, then you know what happened. Okay. <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. Um, don't say anything, Brianna. <laughs> but,
3: WandaVision, spoiler. <laughs>
2: But, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but uh, some of you might be surprised, some of you might not be. But um, also, we just found out the new title for Spider Man. Woohoo! I was gonna talk to you about that. I'm so excited! No! I'm actually um, real
0: upset that it's not Phone Home, but you know, whatever.
2: Yeah, they kept posting like fake names yesterday to try and fake people out. And I'm like, okay, first of all, why are people believing this in the first (laughs) place? Like, they make no sense.
0: I don't
2: know. Home Slice was a good one. Home Slice was pretty good. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. But my favorite is No Way Home because it's like because they it's the might one. be. Okay. So they might be diving into the multiverse. For sure. And I'm so excited. Really? Yes. Evelyn just
0: heard about this for the first time and I love it.
1: I'm I'm excited. I I was so I was geeking out about this movie when the other movie ended because I was so excited. I was like, okay, I'm ready. Bring me the next one. I need it right after it. Give
2: me Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland in one movie. So they better be confirmed. I I mean,
1: I did see that they had posters made for them though, so I don't know if it's. Certain or if it's actually going to happen, but I do know that they were, Mm. at least, maybe it was fake. I don't know. I'm not um, But (laughs) I do think that there's a possibility that they will be there. If it is, oh my gosh, I will be so happy. (laughs) I'm going to make my dad go watch that movie with me because he loved the Tobey Maguire Mm -hmm. um, Spider-Mans. And we we do. We used to watch them as as a family, like all of the Spider-Mans.
0: So that is exciting. That's exciting. Right. Right. Yeah. I know. I hope they're on, too, Brianna. I don't want to burst anybody's bubbles, but I'm also trying not to, like, build up my own expectations. But
2: see, I've been I mean, thinking like about... Yeah. Yeah. I've literally been thinking about this since, like, the whole um, idea of Miles Morales and For his sure. story into the Spider-Verse. And I was like... And even through, like, the fight with Sony and Disney over oh. Tom Holland being no, yeah. Spider-Man, I was like, if they give him to the universe of Sony... There are so many different possibilities, especially with, like, Venom being mm-hmm. a part, and right now on. Morpheus, and... So many things. I'm so excited. Sure. Ah! Okay. Yes,
0: that's, that's a good thing to be. So just Marvel in general is yes. what... Oh, and Supernatural. <laughs> As always.
2: Recently.
1: I can't believe that's almost ending. Yeah. Did you... They they did, like, how many seasons? Like,
2: 14?
1: 15? Oh, my gosh. Too Too long. I feel the way about Supernatural that I feel about Grey's Anatomy, in which they
0: should have ended a long time ago. <laughs> I don't
2: know if Brianna ag- agrees with you, though. I mean, I just started, so if it, I, I knew it was ending. I'm on season nine now, but I knew it was ending, and I was preparing myself. I was like, this is 15 years of content that I have to sift through. <laughs> That's true. Ooh. So it wasn't really as bad for me as people who have been watching it over the years. Like my one of my best friends... He's been watching it ever since it came out. Mm. And he was like, I can't believe you're, like, going through this as fast as you are. Like, that's just, like, 15 years of my childhood. <laughs> and I'm like, "Aaron, calm down. <laughs> like, I like the show, but it's great.
0: Yeah, back when Supernatural started, binging wasn't really a thing. So yeah. isn't that bizarre? Yes. Yeah. That's it's crazy thing. that you can
1: actually binge it now. Like, because... I remember it being on TV and having to be all, like, sitting in my living room at a specific time to be able to watch it and, like, not miss anything. And yeah. we, like, pre-programmed it. Like, we would record it. We would make sure our DVR right. was working. Like, that's it was like, a big deal. Story, yeah. That's and I was going to have, like... like yeah. of the TV at
3: 8 o'clock on Thursday night you're going to miss your
1: trip. That's yeah. right.
0: That's right. Yeah. So what about you, Evelyn? Have you thought of something you're geeking out about? Oh, um...
1: I recently saw my sister and her and her uh, husband build PCs. Oh, wow. They, like, are into that stuff. So, over the weekend, we built a PC for me.
3: Ooh.
2: Yeah.
1: So, so I'm geeking because I just, like, I want to find games to play. Because I'm not the kind of person that plays video games and stuff like that so this was a really weird step for me to take (laughs) like it was really random I didn't really think about it I was like I just I kind of want a computer and so I did it and now I'm that's what I'm geeking about new skills
2: are always awesome yeah I
1: have I have a computer now and it's just like I we haven't had a desktop in our house since I was like I don't know like six years old Mm -hmm. like it's been a really long time so it's it's weird But very, very exciting, and I, like, have it all decked out, and I, like, bought a mouse pad and everything, and I was just like, oh, wow, like, I'm excited, like, I'm gonna start gaming, but that's, I I can't hold myself to that, uh,
0: because I just... start small. Yeah, yeah,
1: I, my sister plays Apex Legends, I don't know know if you guys know anything about that, but she plays that and she's been helping me. Like she'll get on and (laughs) she'll like be like, okay, Evelyn, like this is what you have to do. Like make sure that you like are paying attention to this and like loot this and loot that. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, what is that? (laughs) So I I am very appreciative of her because she's very patient with me, and so is my brother-in-law. But I I yeah, I'm taking baby steps, but I am very excited about it. That's
0: awesome. (laughs) So yeah. Cool. Um, for me, I recently purchased a Little Free Pantry and a Little Free Library for my community. I don't live in Plainfield, so oh, I know we're pretty well yeah. stocked in Plainfield, which is delightful. And um, so I'm going to put the Little Free Library in my yard, and I'm so excited about it. And the Little Free Pantry is going to a nearby place, so I'm pretty stoked about like just being able to check in on stuff. And like I've already seen that people have um like instagram accounts for their little free libraries and they put like they post when they're putting certain books in or they make little bookmarks for people to take or whatever and i'm just like all in for this i'm super stoked
1: yeah especially because you're i feel like you're so crafty too like you just have like a crafty mind and i feel like that's such a good outlet for that because you could just like one day if you're really bored you'd be like okay i'm gonna make someone some bookmarks exactly Let it out and, like, stick it in the library and someone's going to come get it and they're going to be super happy about it. Yeah, I'm excited.
0: And, like, people put little, like, visitor logs in there, too, sometimes. Oh, that's That's cute. cute. Right? So, I'm just excited about all the possibilities. My husband's a little overwhelmed by the concept, but I've been wanting to do this since 2013. So, I'm excited to finally do it. (laughs) Yeah. So Well,
1: I wish you good luck on that. Thanks. I... Like, please keep – like, if you start an Instagram, let me know because I would love to follow that.
0: I have secretly already started an Instagram, <gasps> um, and so I haven't told anybody what it is it. yet because plug I'm starting to build it. up posts. So. Plug it. I will later so when good. I have things painted and installed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I guess you got to keep get up and going. Yeah, apparently <laughs> the box and post are just sitting in my basement. So here we are. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's what I'm real excited about in life right now. Yeah. Alright, so um, I'm going to go ahead and end this for us, but thank you guys for joining me today. It was a lot of fun to talk about all your favorites and to find out that a lot of us have the same favorites, so that's exciting. Thank you guys for listening to They Might Be Librarians at plainfield Guilford Township Public Library Podcast. Please leave us a review and share us with your friends, family, and neighbors. Take care and be safe, everyone!